Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to show women how powerful they truly can be through style, because when women are fully expressed, we change the world. Let's jump in. Hello, gorgeous women. Welcome back. I'm so thrilled to be talking to you. It is a gorgeous sunny day here near Toronto. I'm looking out my windows at the beautiful sunshine just before the weekend and my soul is craving the warmth on my skin. (laughs) So I can't wait to go outside and absorb some sunshine after I chat to all of you. Today we're going to be diving into a topic that I love, which is deciding to go for it. Deciding to go for it. Have you ever wanted to do something but held yourself back because of fear. Maybe it was the fear of not knowing if something would work out. Or maybe the fear that everyone could potentially find out that you tried something and failed. Maybe it's the fear of putting yourself out there that's scary. Or the fear of trying something you love and not really knowing what the outcome's going to be. Maybe it's the fear of not feeling that you're supported. This is a really real thing that many women, myself included, have been through over the years. I have been through this torment both in style and in business. And it can be scary, can't it? Wanting something, getting the nudge to go after something, but not having any guarantee that it will work out. This can often lead us to a place of indecision or leaving us feeling like perhaps we should rate, wait sorry, for the quote-unquote right time to give it a try. How many of you have been there? Because I know I have <laughs> many, many times. I totally know the feeling. And when I wanted to get into fashion many years ago, it was really scary for me. Every time I thought about this industry, it always felt so big, cold, but also really glamorous. I would think of flashing lights, magazines, and also bitchy fashion people you hear of, <laughs> which let me just preface, while those people do definitely exist, most people I am happy to say are wonderfully warm humans. So that was a myth that was quickly dispelled. But I also thought of big cities. It all just felt very foreign and like uncharted territory for me because I was someone that grew up in the suburbs and then later my family moved more out into the country and I was definitely not a city gal. I spent most of my time growing up drawing, reading. Any Nancy Drew fans out there? I mean, come on. Like I could not get enough of that series growing up. All I could do was stick my head in those books when I was younger. I thought it was fabulous and then transitioned to other like mysteries and things like that as I got older. But my head has always been in a book. It's like my number one joyous pastime. I can't get enough of it. And I also loved horseback riding. That was my other love as a kid and dance. Those are my things. So the idea of the city for me was just not on 
my radar. It was something that I just saw for the glamorous and high end and for the fashion people and something that I really only experienced if, you know, my family was going for a nice dinner out. We would sometimes go to Toronto for dinner and things like that, which which felt very special and I enjoyed it, but very different experience from what I had envisioned in my mind for this thing that I was craving, but freaked me out. But on the other side of the coin, I was also a dreamer. And although this industry was scary to me, it also felt full of potential, excitement, passion, creativity, and connection. And maybe this is something that many of you can relate to, this feeling of wanting to do something. You have this pull, but your mind flip-flops between the really scary and also the exciting. Or maybe your mind's just lingering in the scary because I've definitely been there too. So I was faced with a decision that many of us at various points in our life are. Do I jump and take action on the scary but exciting thing? Or do I wait for a better time? Now, what's interesting is paying attention to our thoughts during times like these because our mind becomes extra busy (laughs) when we are faced with larger decisions. It likes to jump into all of the reasons why the things we are thinking or entertaining are a bad idea. If you guys ever experienced that, if you've ever watched your thoughts or your mind when you start thinking of something that's outside of your comfort zone or that you're dreaming about, for a lot of us, myself included, my brain instantly goes to the chatty negative Nancy, which drives me crazy. (laughs) So my brain in this situation, when I was thinking about the fashion industry, cut to saying things to me like, you won't be good enough. You don't know how to run a business. You'll never make any money. The market is oversaturated. Others are way more creative than you. This this may not work out. Uh, You've already got a steady income already doing your job. Doing this is irresponsible of you. And the list went on. Like I'm talking the list went on. Okay. She was negative. Nancy was just having, she was on a roll. Let's say that. Okay. (laughs) She was on a roll. And that's part of what led me into feeling this nervousness and scary thoughts. And then, you know, of course, our mind wanders. And this is where I thought of like the big city and flashing lights and mean people. And everyone's going to be cold because our love, our brain loves to find evidence about the thoughts that we carry. So those were just some of the things that I was experiencing when I was entertaining being a stylist. And some of you may very well be experiencing things like this when you're also wanting to try something new. Maybe it's a new hobby, something new in your style, or maybe you're venturing into styling as well. One of the things I've come to learn about the mind is that it's actually not all that reliable. (laughs) Truly, (laughs) it can be a terrible friend to us if we don't actually teach it to reach for better thoughts. Have you ever noticed that? One moment, your mind can tell you you are the most amazing, unicorn, beautiful, unstoppable human being. And, you know, to reach for the sky, reach for the limits. 
And the next day, or even the next moment, doesn't even have to be a day, the next moment, this is how flip-floppy it is. It may tell you you are worthless, that you shouldn't try anything, and berate you completely. Have you ever noticed that? Like, what? What? If this were a real-life friend, that girl would have been kicked to the curb, okay? Nobody needs that unreliable flip-floppingness in our lives. And yet it's interesting because this is something that happens to all of us on a daily basis if we are mindful and watch our thoughts on a regular basis. It is wild to see how our brain kind of turns on us. (laughs) And the reason for that is a lot of the time it wants to keep us safe. So this is why it goes to the negative Nancy route right away because it believes that by showing us worst case scenarios or horrible thoughts, that it's gonna keep us safe from trying something new that could potentially feel scary because our brain interprets scary as potentially dangerous, right? So when doubts and fears based on thoughts I'm having for a big decision come up, I have learned to ask myself, what else could be true? What else could be true? So when I was in this situation, I was really thinking about this big decision and deciding to kind of go for it. Some other thoughts that I was thinking and that challenged my negative Nancy (laughs) were, I'll be amazing at this. I'll learn a new craft and I get to excel at what I do. I will make more than enough money to fuel my dreams and go into a space of overflow. My voice is what separates me from everyone else. I bring my own unique creativity that no one can duplicate. What if this does work out? I'm going to go bigger than my current income and that will also be steady. This is the best decision for me and others to make. Those thoughts feel better, don't they? You can feel vibrationally that they are more positive, more uplifting, and more exciting. So when I was going through these thoughts, to me, they were something that felt better. And so when I'm deciding something, I always reach for better feeling thoughts. Thoughts that I know are more helpful, true, and aligned. And if negative Nancy starts to kick and scream while I'm going through these positive thoughts, then again, I get to shut down the mind drama, and still reach for better feeling thoughts. Because when I'm in this energy, when I'm choosing better thoughts, I know that from this place, I make big decisions and I make the right decisions for me. Because when we're in a low vibrational energy, our decisions are clouded based on fear and they can honestly keep us small and it can keep us away from the things that we desire and what our God-given desires are calling us to do right? Like when we're in a fearful place, when we're focused on all the negative stuff, there's no way we're going to see more possibility in our life or see how things are really going to work out for us. We're always going to focus on the bad and that will keep us from forever reaching for more, for stopping us from reaching our dreams or going after the things that we know are on our heart or that are giving us that gentle nudge. And that's how I felt when I decided to jump in and get training to become an image consultant and stylist. I had all of those fears I mentioned to you guys, plus some like, oh my God, I could, I probably did fill a journal back then, (laughs) but I worked through them. And you know what? Those better feeling thoughts I reached for back in the day 
have been correct about my current reality. But I had to reach for the better feeling thoughts and those helped me decide to go for it. You have to do the thought work first and you also have to decide to go for it. Now, if you've ever thought about becoming a stylist yourself, maybe you've also held yourself back. This is something I've actually talked to all of my styling students about before. So many of them have said like, oh, I hummed and hawed over this for years because I was freaked out and I didn't know what step to take next. I, you know, I didn't know if I had what it takes. So if you're also like that, because this is something I've talked to women about of all ages, I'd love to invite you to my online personal stylist training. Registration opens up next week on the Monday. And here is where I give you the tools on how to become a stylist. And I give you all the tools you need to know when you are working with clients. So I walk you through a lot of detailed information that's incredibly valuable to know when working with someone. Things like lifestyle requirements and all the levels of dress, personality styling. So you can identify what makes someone tick and how to translate that into a beautiful wardrobe they love just by looking at them. Seriously, this is a very, very cool skill. Very, very cool. And it translates into their actual personality. It's one of my favorite modules to teach my stylist on. It's fabulous. I also cover different style dimensions that go so far beyond and so much deeper than body shape information. This is something that all of my students rave about. And of course, I actually break down how actual wardrobe and shopping sessions with clients unfold because this is something that a lot of stylists feel unclear about. And this is actually one of the things that hold women back from wanting to step into this industry. They're like, I don't know, how does it work? What do I do? What am I supposed to say to them? So this is exactly what I cover. I'm also going to guide you on how to start your business so that you have the tools you need to move forward and make this a reality. And in fact, these are steps that I took too. So I'm sharing exactly with you the things that I did to get myself in media, how I gained my first clients, how I created more ongoing revenue for myself. And I also cover virtual styling because this is the world that we are in now. And to take your skill set from something physical when you're in person with people to something online is also a skill in itself. So this is, of course, something that I had to cover with my students. Those, This is nine weeks and something that I'm helping guide you along the way with. This is not something that's passive and I don't uh, you know, help you or answer questions along the way. I am there answering your questions as you go along and also giving you assignments so that you can help navigate and really implement the material. You also have the content forever so you can go back to it and study these tools at any time so that you can really learn and own your craft. So if you're interested in this, if you've been thinking about it, I'm going to leave the link below for you to check out my website so you can go and sign up for my VIP newsletter which is free. You also get a wardrobe basics checklist when you do, and you will be notified the second the doors open for the early bird pricing. So when you're thinking about making a decision that's important to you, when you're deciding what to do, reach for better feeling thoughts. This not only puts you in a more optimistic state, but because you've challenged the negative mindset, it also puts you in a calmer one and one that's more filled and thought out with possibility. Have you ever noticed that when we dwell in the negative, right, when you start going down negative Nancy route, because we all have this in our minds, that you get kind of anxious, right? You, You start becoming more fearful about your future and the things that are coming up for you, right? And it's horrible to feel 
anxious. I'm someone that's struggled with anxiety for years and years and years. It's definitely the predominant feeling that's been created by my thoughts over the years. And it's one that I've been able to pull back on from panic attacks. And I've been able to reestablish myself to something much calmer because I am always challenging my brain with better feeling thoughts. And this is definitely a practice, but it's such a calming, grounding feeling. So I really encourage you to reach for better thoughts yourself. You'll always make better decisions in life when you go for something from a more positive mindset rather than one that's filled from a mindset of lack. And this is how I've tackled my business since day one. And I'm so glad that I have. It's brought me abundance in my business, a beautiful community filled with all of you, my Rise Through Style Society filled with the most high vibe women that I adore and countless stylists and business owners that I've helped along the way. But I had to decide to go first. I had to challenge my thoughts and then positively decide to move forward from there. And you know what? I'm glad that I did because you can too. I'm sending you much love and I'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell, to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.